Again, it is my joy to be with you uh, this weekend to give thanks to God Almighty uh, for calling uh, me to fatherhood. But today isn't about me. It it never was. Uh, And this gospel particularly isn't about me. I think it's really about uh, the story of a man named Donnie, uh, a dear friend of mine uh, for many decades. Now, Donnie is uh, a Hoosier from the heartland, uh, a, a country boy in a country family in a country parish. And for a long time, he lived as a son in a family. And quickly enough, uh, helping out on the farm, he became a, a brother in a family of, of seven kids. And eventually, he began, uh, amid his sowing and the reaping, he began to pray to God. Jesus, what plans do you have for my life? Jesus, where am I going? Donnie, um, probably after serving many masses, was thinking seriously about the priesthood. And in some respect, some facet, he knew that the priesthood was involved, but he didn't know how. And so he went went about his work sowing and reaping, Hoosier uh, at his farm. Sure enough, around 18 years old, he met the love of his life, um, Jean. And from sonship to brotherhood, he realized he was being prepared for husbandry, uh, not for priesthood. And so he took that up. He took this role up and uh, quickly became a father, a father of four children. And and that hope still was, was there, that seed of the priesthood still was there in some respect. And Uh, He brought that to his own sons. Maybe this is uh, something the Lord has in your life. Maybe this is your mission now. And surely uh, those sons, his daughters, found their own missions in being called uh, both brother and sister and then uh, husbands and wives to their own spouses and eventually mothers and fathers of many grandchildren. Uh, So so young Donnie, with this longing, um, this mysterious call to priesthood, uh, just trusted that uh, what he sowed in faith, um, he would reap later, hopefully in this life. With his own grandchildren uh, and with all the anxieties that go with having grandchildren, uh, kids who aren't under your roof but you care for just as deeply, uh, he communicated the same longing. Maybe maybe you will be the priest. Uh, maybe then we'll have a priest in the family. And And so, sure enough, one of his grandsons related to me, uh, the many Sundays he would bring, his grandpa would bring uh, this grandson to church, and they walk statue to statue, station to station, uh, his old hand and his young hand, telling him, maybe your hands will be priests' hands. Sure enough, uh, this grandson grew up himself, a son, a brother, being prepared for fatherhood in his own respect, with many children along with it. Um, that grandson uh, would become my dad. And that longing that was given to him uh, of now my great-grandfather, Don, uh, that longing uh, was, was brought up in our own family. That seed of my great-grandfather came to, came to har- be harvested uh, eight days ago when uh, what he sowed in faith was reaped um, in love. Twelve years ago, Don was also my confirmation sponsor, and he walked me up a similar church aisle 
and presented me to Bishop, saying, I present to you Paul. Little did he know, this my singular prayer uh, approaching ordination would constantly be uh, to preach like Paul, uh, to preach the fire of divine charity um, to the beloved, uh, to God's beloved people. Don's prayer, sowed in silence, sowed in faith, decades ago, now he's in his 90s, that, um, that seed is actually only supposed to be fruit for you, for the church. Um, because he knew that in the calculus of grace, though he might not get to see the fruit, he constantly worried, uh, Logan, if I, my, the only thing I'm living for right now is your ordination, so you just, you just let, let Grandma Jean and I uh, stay alive until then. That's your only prayer. And sure enough, they did. They were able to be at my first Mass on Sunday where I took off my, my priestly stole that I celebrated with. Um, oh, it's right here. Great. Priestly stole that I celebrated with that Mass um, and gave it to him, uh, the one who had sown in silence and in faith for so many years. That sort of faith The wisdom of a seed, the wisdom of the farmer, is that sometimes I won't get to see what I've planted. And in fact, what I've planted wasn't even uh, much of, it was a very minimal part of the harvest. I don't give it the sun, I don't give it the water, I don't even give it the soil or the root structure. I just plant and hope. And that is the work of the Christian, especially the parent and the grandparent. A work of hope that what I've passed on might be received and might be passed on again. Our spiritual task is to take St. Paul's words seriously, uh, to walk by faith and not by sight, to ask in the same words of young Tani, Lord, what is your plan for me? Especially if we're on the younger side, as Monsignor King wanted to emphasize, the vocations are here. There is no vocations crisis there is a, a listening crisis. And so our prayer for those, especially younger or those um, working to, to foster vo vocations in every respect, uh, fatherhood in the spiritual or the biological, motherhood in the spiritual or the biological sense, our prayer for them and for ourselves is Donnie's prayer of decades ago. Lord, what are the plans you have for me? If we're on the latter end, like Don himself, uh, 71 years married this month. If we're on that end of the spectrum, uh, maybe our prayer can be that of uh, King David today. Uh, it is good to give thanks to the Lord, to actually start, uh, begin again, uh, especially this summer, maybe the time of the harvest, to start harvesting uh, the goods that the Lord has given to our families, um, the faith that's been handed on to us freely, uh, the life that's been given to us weekly, to categorize and to give those back to the Lord, that is the work of the farmer as well. The planting and the harvesting. The planting in hope and the harvesting in thanksgiving. That's our spiritual task. And it's uh, begun at this altar.